Hi, I'm Sally. And I'm Ray. Welcome to an episode of Reason for Being. Where we bring you along on our journey of self-discovery, the universe, and all of the magic in between. Tune in weekly for our latest experiences and guest speakers where no topic or emotion is off the table. Let's get out of our heads and into our hearts. This This is is our our reason reason for being. being. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. We're back from our black void. Yeah. <laughs> Been on a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. We went to record last week. Actually, no, I don't even think we went to try. Well, we sat there for 15 minutes. <laughs> you basically came to mine, had breakfast and then left. Oh, yeah. It was a really <laughs> tough week. It was like... We were detoxing. We Yeah, we hadn't been eating properly. No coffee. No coffee, no meat. No meat. I was low low and I was like on the brink of my period too so I was like needing every ounce of energy just to stay alive (laughs) yeah so we we tried but it just didn't work out that way Mm. and I feel like yeah I wasn't really feeling passionate about any topics either yeah we would have just been speaking about nothing (laughs) and then we probably wouldn't have even uploaded it anyway yeah we probably would have got halfway and been like what are we doing yeah (laughs) you went on a rant again Yep. Not yeah, not good. So we're really saving you, saving you for this episode because we've got a lot to download yeah. into a short amount of time. What's been going down? What hasn't been going down? I mean, what's been going up? <laughs> I don't know if I've come down. Levitating. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, we've just come back from a retreat. Yes. We were on um, a retreat where we did three sacred ceremonies. Very sacred ceremonies. Yes. Um, Across four days. Yeah. And there was 15 of us. In the portal. (laughs) In the portal. Wrapped up in this portal. It actually was. Like just driving out there. It was like I've never driven that far west before. Yeah. It's so pretty out there. There's like a completely different energy out there. Yeah. You almost feel like you're getting a hug from the universe as soon as you, oh. like, get into those little valleys. It was so beautiful. I was like, I want to live out here. <laughs> and then the house that we rocked up to was, um, looked like a little fairy tale place. Yeah. A little pitched roof. Felt like one. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I guess we should tell you what the retreat actually was. <laughs> it was a mental retreat. No. <laughs> and to get our sanity back. <laughs> or lose it. Lose it, yeah. Depending which way you look at you it. You gotta lose it to find it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we did an ayahuasca retreat Mm -hmm. and I don't know if many people are very familiar with what ayahuasca even is. I guess depending on the circle, (laughs) you know. Your circle of friends. Yeah. I mean, we were kind of like the the novice ones in the group, Mm. you know, everyone else had done, it was at least like six ceremonies for all of them. Whereas, yeah, I'd only done two before that. And they were all just one night things. Hey. Yeah. Which such a different experience. Yeah. Doing well, and you had that too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I've only done the one with you, and that was just like, like, what is everyone talking about? Ayahuasca's piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> that one was real chill, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first one for me was, I think I went into that one with like all these hopes of like the expectations. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be so healed after this. Yeah. And the whole ceremony was just me purging. Mm. And, yeah, just feeling very out of control. <laughs> yeah, I also think in the first one it's like a lot to undertake in one night. Like yeah. you're kind of like what's happening and you don't really get any answers. But <laughs> for the people that don't know, ayahuasca is what, a plant medicine? It is a plant medicine and it's um, the vine and the root, I believe, of the ayahuasca plant. Yeah. Um, and it's boiled 
and then yeah, it's you just you drink it. Yeah, it's like a little shot glass. Yeah, in a it's shot basically glass. like a tea. Mm, I wish it tasted like a tea. Oh come on, <laughs> it's not that bad. It basically tastes like I don't know molasses or it's a little bit thicker than a tea. Oh. Uh, I actually don't mind the taste I of didn't, it. I didn't have any qualms with it for the first night. I was like, I'm good. This is okay. But the second night I was just like nearly vomiting at even the thought of it. But um, Yeah, the, the drinking. <laughs> well, because the the glass was – it was, normally you just have like a shot glass, a single serve, whereas this time around it was in like a cup, which was two – basically two, shots, two shots for your first serve. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot to drink. <laughs> and I'm not good at, was I I'm not good at swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, I guess, how do we tell people more about what it is before we go into our experience with it? So basically what a ceremony is like is the shaman will explain um, the plant and its purpose and what it does um, what you can expect from the experience and, and, you know, what people do get is so different. Like yeah. when you go around the share circle, I mean, everyone gets bits and pieces of the same thing, but. Yeah. And she just describes different scenarios of things that she's helped people through in mm. like last past um, ceremonies. So it kind of gives you a little bit more peace of mind entering the ceremony, yeah. don't you think? Like, oh, definitely. You kind of think, okay, even if it gets really tough, mm. I'll be able to get through I know that if I have a tough phase that something good is on the other side of that well that's what ayahuasca is doing isn't it it's just trying to teach you yeah or show you different ways of looking at what's holding you back a master teacher like it's yeah it's a teacher plant Mm -hmm. and what people experience as well some people experience her as being feminine some um, experience it as being masculine for me it's always been quite a like motherly sort of energy Mm. yeah same yeah kind of like a a firm mother. <laughs> She's quite firm with me. <laughs> do you think it's interesting that some people don't even have visions? Like, Oh, I know, because I'm just like <laughs> with the visuals. Yeah. So basically this whole ceremony was called the Great Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, the, the retreat. The retreat. The yeah. Great so Rebirth. The, so there's an intention behind each ceremony. Um, you don't have to have an intention for – you don't really have to have an exact intention for the ceremony – overall but each night it's kind of the same you know with I mean when you're working with plants in any you know even like with my bath mixes there's always an intention with using it because you're kind of letting that energy know what you need from it Mm. um but at the same time sometimes ayahuasca doesn't give you (laughs) what you're asking her for oh my god I learned (laughs) that you have to be very careful what you ask for Yeah, well, you kind of got lured into a false sense of, like, the first, you're like, oh, it's not that bad, ayahuasca, like, the first time you tried it. Yeah, the first time, I think it kind of, I think it made me even more nervous because that one was so easy. Mm. Well, not easy, but just, like, I didn't get shown much. I just basically got put in a black hole <laughs> and got got told to connect back to myself. Yeah. <laughs> so it was quite calm. Yeah. Pleasant. You were just planted into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning phase. Yeah. Very different this time. Yeah. It's very different connecting to a group of people that are all there for very different um, reasons mm. as well. Yeah. Well, when you go around the room and you hear people's intentions or, you know, you kind of realise that everyone's got 
a struggle of some description or, you know, everyone's kind of on the same page and we all kind of want the same thing, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. One of the key things I got take like took away from it was that everybody's searching for connection and love, and that's yeah. really all you need in life. Yeah. But then by listening, and like community, like, community, yeah, they were just the most beautiful group of people. Yeah, we basically got an extended oh. family. For yeah, four <laughs> they days. were the best. I was just like everyone was just so free to be themselves. Mm-hmm. It was like vulnerability. Just, yeah, being yourselves encouraged, and it was just you know sitting around playing music and singing and. Yeah, it was just so cool to see everyone hugging and like, oh, yeah. it, was, it was the best. <laughs> and everybody just feeling so free to express themselves, like you said. Like it all comes down to everyone has this deep yearning to yeah. be able to express themselves through these different methods, mm-hmm. but they're all just afraid of being judged and yeah. then being in an environment where everyone just wants to empower you and make you feel yeah. like the best version of yourself. You're like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. go live in a communion. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, okay, if this is what a commune's like, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. I used to joke all the time saying like to my ex, like, I just want to run away and join a hippie commune. I know. And he was like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so for that now. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Reason for being communion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so we should probably get into it. Yeah. Then. Let's get started and, and we did basically get into it straight away so we arrived there and had an hour before the first ceremony yeah it was started. quite fast like yep that go get a bed <laughs> yeah and um you don't really um get a chance to procrastinate because you just have to get in there no and do it. it was very fast it was like in hello everyone this is my name yeah. <laughs> let me get my stuff out let me set up and then oh. it was almost time to get started yeah so talking about the stuff that you needed you had to bring a bucket a mattress mattress tish- blanket tissues pillows. eye mask and yeah it's just such an overwhelming feeling to walk into a room of people that you don't know and see everybody with their beds out and a bucket <laughs> in front of them you're like yeah what? and we got <laughs> separated oh yeah that I think that was like fate though oh definitely because I would have been so like in my comfort zone sat next yeah. to you but you got to go and sit next to a wall. Yeah, one <laughs> perfect for me. Yeah, <laughs> and I got put in between two guys. Yeah, when I saw, I was like, "Sally's either gonna love or hate that she was put where she was put." I know it did make me very uneasy, yeah. but I quickly learned that the two people I sat next to was for a purpose. Yeah, and it was very calming and yeah, exactly what I needed. Felt very safe. Yeah, it's like yeah. having two brothers next to me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess um, for the ceremonies, it's always recommended to wear white or light clothes. Um, And then, yeah, we got into our ceremony gear, kind of went in there. Because it is a ceremony and it is a very um, sacred act that has Mm. been going on for years. Like, um, It's an ancient thing. Yeah. And in Brazil... Don't they like even take like give it to their kids? Yeah, in um Brazil and Peru, yeah. like yeah, women drink it while they're pregnant. Like they give it to their kids, and it's it's not. And that's the thing that like, people have such a um, preconceived idea about what like a plant medicine oh, is yeah, like. They're like, oh, it's just like acid or like yeah, just taking out. this. But it's also the um like the DMT content in ayahuasca compared to DMT, like to actually taking DMT. Like smoking As a DMT. drug, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's disrespect- tiny and it compared to what's in DMT. Yeah. And it, well, it is. It's like, 
yeah, for ayahuasca, I would say, you know, some people like they'll be like, oh, did you trip balls? You don't go to there to trip balls. Like, mm. and if that is your intention or you just want to try a new drug, it's not, you're not going to get that experience that everyone talks about. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. That's what I find so, I don't know what the word is to describe it, but just like being in such like an ancient traditional room where yeah. everyone's taking it so seriously and it is such like a connection to spirit. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just, it totally pushes you beyond like everything you ever think you've known. <laughs> I know, but it's almost like a remembering. It's oh, like, it feels well, so normal to be in a situation like yeah. that. And it's so comforting. Like for me, if I was out at a nightclub, like back in the day and I used to drop, you know, ecstasy and, or, yeah. and I would, as soon as it started kicking in, I'd have to run to the bathroom and like sit there freaking out. Like, oh my God, it's kicking in. Like, oh. I would always have like a freak out phase, whereas like with this, you still get that, but it's just like there's, <laughs> you there's purpose. Yeah, you definitely still get that whole. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>. like <laughs> you have no choice but to see. You sit literally in front of like everyone. close your eyes and you're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, let me open my eyes," Here and then go. you're like, "Oh god, it's not much better when you open your eyes," <laughs> and you just can't escape it. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But basically, so you get into the ceremony, everybody's sitting there in their white, nice clothes. Mm-hmm. We open it with, with a prayer. prayer. Everyone holds hands and just really sinks into the moment. And then um, ayahuasca is guided by music. So the music yeah. really sets the scene. Oh, it literally like a song totally shifts your journey. Like yeah. You'll, yeah, you'll just, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's all frequency. Yeah, and that's what we learn as well yeah. is that like basically we're made up of vibrations yeah. like if you zoomed in so far into your, your, your hands. hands yeah all that it would be would be like little tiny energy blobs well that's anything literally yeah. anything in in the universe if you zoomed in yeah. it's all just atoms it's frequencies like you said and that's why you do definitely need to be conscious of what you're thinking and feeling because thoughts words actions draw it all in yeah yeah um, yeah well, it's like you're a little like a radio station broadcasting your thoughts, your words, your actions. You're just putting that all out there. <laughs> I know. It just makes so much sense when you can oh. really grasp that concept. Yeah. But, yeah, so it starts um, – we're sitting in a circle, or like a semicircle. Yeah, semi – like around the, um, the perimeter of the room, I guess. Yeah. And then you get one person at a time goes up to the altar and you kneel down. Um, you can say your intention or think it – yeah. You can blow it into the cup um, and when you drink it, you're supposed to keep like a neutral face. Like if you Scratch pull up. a face, like a Ugh face, that's basically sending signals out that you reject like the medicine and it can affect your journey. Yeah. And it's so, that is on the forefront of everyone's mind. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's it, like, mmm, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is like the thing that I like really struggle with because Ray and I both like, hate being in front of people oh yeah no I like my heart feels like it's beating out of my chest every time I go up there yeah so to be in the center of everyone's view trying to chug, have a, down. <laughs> chug down this medicine that you're not really a fan of and be like mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mm, thank I, you I always blow on it because I'm like blowing it like here we go <laughs> I like just sit there as if I'm like thinking my intention but I'm just like preparing myself mentally like don't pull a face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, try chug gracefully. 
I really st- – the first night I really struggled to even get the whole shot down because it was so much. Yeah, I think I had to take like a little Two sip. Sips, yeah. Oh, and that first one it had like chunks in it. Oh, no. So my second <laughs> one had chunks in it when they came around and gave the- – I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It had a few bits in it. But and then I had the fruit bowl after for like yeah. to try and help get the taste Yeah, down. so you can finish off with a little piece of fruit just to neutralise the flavour. Yeah. Um, this actually – it kicked in – fast for me on the first night I remember they had just gotten up to start serving the um the second dose yeah and I was already like oh I feel a bit nauseous and I was already kind of starting to see a few visuals yeah um and then yeah as soon as I got given the second dose within like a minute I started dry reaching oh wait we forgot though because before any of that happened when you have the shot mm-hmm. you then had to the first night each night had a theme Oh, yeah. So the first night was letting, letting go. go. So it was like, what do you think is holding you back and yeah. stuff? And then they also had a fire out the back. So th- during the night, whatever you wrote on the piece of paper. Yeah, and you, we had lit a candle and wrote down our intention of what we were letting go of. Yeah, what you were releasing. Do you mm-hmm. remember what you wrote down? Oh, God. I think I put um, like I'm letting go of like my self-doubt and letting go of caring what people think about me. Yeah, just... A lot of like self-worth yeah. and self-doubt things for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine was quite similar. Mm. I really can't remember. <laughs> I yeah. almost forgot that we even did that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So we lit a candle, wrote down the intention, put, tucked it away in our pockets, Yeah, and then, went and lay down. And then at some point during the night, it was the intention to release that into the fire and watch it completely and, burn. Yeah. Watch it burn. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So you lied down and... Because it didn't really kick in that quickly for you last time at that other one we did. No, and even the, the – so the first ceremony I ever did, it, it took two hours. Yeah. Um, before we had the second dose and it literally – I felt nothing for that whole two hours. But as soon as I took the second dose, it was like boom, dropped, dropped straight in. in. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, that – the second ceremony was um, – it didn't take as long to start feeling something, but I didn't – yeah, it definitely was not the same type of journey the second time around. Mm. But then this time. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Because I'm really struggling to remember the start of the ceremony, but I'm pretty sure I saw you like leave instantly. Like you took your bucket and left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Which oh. was basically me for the rest of the retreat. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you're supposed to carry your bucket around with you everywhere you go because like literally you might just have a thought and then start throwing up. Like, Oh, God, it, I can't. Yeah, it makes me feel sick thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> you take your bucket with you everywhere you go because you might even – be on the toilet because so with the medicine is like when it starts working with you especially if you've never done it before it cleans you it cleanses you and it it's called a purge so you might you might yawn you might cry you might vomit you might get diarrhea like there's yeah you might just dry reach but it, and that's just like an energetic release mm. um but all of those things are the medicine working with you so it's you know, like you go in there on the second day and you can kind of smell everyone's spew or they're still spew in the bucket, but it's oh, kind of yeah. just like we're all just like, yeah, like anything goes here, you know. Yeah, or like, like you pass each other going out of the toilet. <laughs> like, let it out. <laughs> Did you release some demons in there or what? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so as soon as I had the second one, I uh, started dry reaching and I was like, oh, and as with everything, I'm always like, do I need to go to the toilet? Don't I need to go? So I always just like go just in case. 
Um, and I didn't. And then I kind of stumbled out the toilet onto the grass and all I could see was like leaves with geometric shapes on them and snakes mm. in, yeah, like geometric shapes all over the grass. And I was, I didn't even give a shit that I could see snakes. Could I you just hear the music out there? Uh, lightly. I could yeah. more so hear like the the bugs and like the birds and, and rustling when you're outside and you can vaguely hear the music. It's kind of like uh, you're hearing zones in on mm. things like yeah it's I mean I'll, I'll get into it later but <laughs> yeah so I was just fell on the ground over the bucket and I just started dry reaching first like lots of liquid coming out and then and then I started throwing up and I was throwing up for a while kind of normal throwing up and then and then I just started choking Oof. on my vomit and it was yeah it was not a good feeling at all. It was eventually it was like what I saw visually was these big thick worms coming out of me that I was choking on and I was like, what is this? Because you can ask ayahuasca, yeah. like what what is this that I'm releasing or like what is this about? What's the lesson behind this? <laughs> and I was like, what is this? And, yeah, it said this is all the times you've like put yourself down and spoken negatively about yourself and others. Um, and I was like, okay. And it just, yeah, it just kept going. And I remember feeling so like, oh, I just want to go lie down and climb into bed. And like, yeah, and she was just like, no, like until it's sunken in. <laughs> yeah. That that this is what, you know, you do to yourself. It's not going to stop. And eventually I just like surrendered to it. Like, okay, let's just get all this stuff out. You really can feel when your body is like not surrendering to what ayahuasca yeah. is wanting you to learn as well. Like. <laughs> She basically tugs at every part of your body until you give in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, it was just she, like she kept saying to me, you keep trying to run away or like control and escape and you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You're like, but how many more yeah. worms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, they, can they get a bit smaller? Yeah. They're really hard to get out. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. It was, um, it was wild, but yeah, so I was there. It felt like I was there for a while. And then, um. And I was like, okay, I feel like a change of scenery and I could barely walk. Like it's so, you're so wobbly and like, you know, your visuals are like. I have no idea how you stood up on the first night. Oh, I, I remember seeing actually when I went outside, like you were just crying into a bucket. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go outside now. And then, yeah, I walked down the side and I basically, it was like I was in a video game, like. A forest little yeah and, and then I kind of saw myself as like a little fairy and I started like skipping through the garden <laughs> around to the other side because I thought okay let me go to the fire so I can like throw my intention in there and as soon as I got around the back I was the it was so blurry yeah um I could barely even see if anyone else was there but I kind of fell on the ground and like hands on the earth and then my whole body just started like shuddering and I started breathing deeply and it was like something overcoming my body it was like me recalibrating with the earth or something and then there were tears and I was like what is it was kind of like this is the remembrance of like who you are um because I just kind of started moving free like I was mm -hmm. not in control um the energy was taking yeah, the over. energy was <laughs> taking over and I was kind of like you know, in fetal position at some points, rocking backwards and forth. And I just remember kind of like touching and like just touching myself felt so good. 
yeah like my face and my chest and I was yeah I just felt so I don't know in connection with myself um and then yeah so that kind of started taking over and I thought fuck I better just chuck this in the fire because that's done like whatever whatever, <laughs> I wrote, me, yeah. <laughs> whatever I wrote on that piece of paper I better get rid of um so I threw it in the fire and bef- yeah like watched it burn but then I basically like broke out into dance like I was just so wild and free on the first night and it ended up going from that into me yeah just being on the earth in like fetal position crying like from me dancing I remember kind of coming to it and I had uh the shaman was kind of standing over me like brushing my back and I had totally didn't even know what was going on and I was like crying and I don't know it was just this um on the night I kept saying, you know, I turned into a wild woman. Mm. Um, but really what it was was like me being shown a glimpse of like my higher self. That's really what it was. It was like me coming into alignment of like, because that was, you know, my question was like, show me who I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that was the big thing for me. But I remember kind of coming to it and. What about when I you, had, what about when you like touch the earth? <clears throat> Yeah, well, I'd put my hands on the earth and I could see the energy and it was kind of like an avatar, you know, when they touch something and it like lights up and kind of brushes away type thing. And I'd put my hands on the earth and I could see like the ripples of energy just go out. It's funny that you say that because I saw something, I don't know where my voice has gone. (laughs) Uh, I saw something the other day on TikTok that was like, avatar, where do you think they got the blue people from? Like that is actually... A past version of what humans used to be like how they're yeah. wearing crystals and they're blue and mm. they're like connected to the earth in a way that we just don't even know about now yeah well, so it's like your wild woman within yeah and that's yeah I mean I guess it was kind of like I have always felt connected to nature and I always feel like nature's talking to me but I I just feel like I, I can't Decoded. get the bridge between you know like what it's communicating with me um but yeah I mean that that night was just like you know, the vomiting, the ugly crying, like crying so much. I had You didn't know what you were crying my... about though, did you? It was, for me, it was like just a remembrance of like, un... or just like the relief of unlocking my, it was that Seeing feeling that of being so carefree and wild and just like dancing and expressing myself and how good it felt to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was so freaking <laughs> hilarious because I had a very different experience to you and I was like, the whole night I was having like an anxiety attack almost because I would look over to where Ray was sitting and she wasn't there and everybody else was in their beds and I started like thinking in my head like I hope she's okay like where the fuck is she like what's going on like does anyone know she's not here like and then I didn't see you the whole time and then at the end when the ceremony was over. I was like did you see me? You know you just you just appeared out of nowhere you had like it looked like you had been running through trees your hair was like windblown. Yeah. like leaves and shit in it and your eyes were so wide and I've never heard you talk the way that you talked that night you're like just like what the fuck happened I was like did you see me I was like did you see me dancing and shit I was like I was not in control oh my god I didn't see any of it I literally thought everyone would have been inside watching I mean there was people sitting around the fire but it was like they weren't there and when I spoke to them later they were kind of like were you at the fire because I nearly tripped over you (laughs) like when I was like 
in the fetal position on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's real bizarre because, like you said, you saw me sitting around a bucket. I'm like, I don't have any awareness at like 90% of the time yeah. of what was going on around well, me. Well, it's because you're so in your own process that like it doesn't actually matter what's going on around you. But I did find, um, yeah, being outside just works better for me. Yeah, when you would say that you would go outside, I was like, how does she do it? I, I don't <laughs> I know. I stumble out, but I get out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine was completely different. Yeah, what was... Mine was like a complete emotional purge. I think I cried for the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> every time I saw you, you were crying. But it was the same as you where like I didn't know I was crying but I would come to mm. and my whole face was like a fucking waterfall yeah. and like snot was just yes, like snot. all down. Like my poor blanket <laughs> that I had was like I couldn't – for some reason I couldn't find tissues so I was just using my blanket like I was literally <laughs> wiping my whole face with that it. That was my big jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I really can't remember much from the first night of how it all started of what happened, but mm. a lot of it was all about my mum and yeah. about like the ancestral line of my family, how the women in the family have never used their voice and have never been in successful relationships, I guess. Yeah. I was just kind of shown um, my mum in a different light and I was shown how much connection is so important and how much I take it for yeah for granted. Because I saw, like, my mum's inner child and how much she just wants to be, like, f- like to feel safe and to feel... Appreciated. Appreciated. Yeah. And I was just so distraught with myself to see how I had not seen that. Kind of disregarded it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're so caught up in your own world and you don't realise that everybody is just an inner child looking to feel safe and loved. Yeah. And so I went through this journey of just like reliving my whole family's feelings yeah. <laughs> and there was so much sadness. Yeah. And so I remember the shaman was with me for like quite a bit of it because I was just so distraught. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy next to me actually, because you're not allowed to talk through the ceremonies, no. you're meant to leave everybody on their own journeys because there could be like spirits or angels trying to... A lesson to, that they're trying to get. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So... I think he could just see that I was in a really deep spot. I think that's when I was like over my bucket, just like bawling my eyes out. I was having energetic purges thinking I was vomiting, but I wasn't. So I kept feeling like that, like dry reach feeling, Mm. but nothing was coming out. So it was all energy. Um, Yeah. And he like punched me at one point and was like, your your drawings, like look at your drawings. Cause I took my art book and my pen and I just started like cracking up laughing. And then I went into this completely different state where I felt like I was a little kid in school yeah. and you weren't allowed to. I was like, like I was just giggling yeah. and I couldn't control it. And I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, I had a few giggle moments. It was just like, ah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt so good. And it just kind of like reminded me that I was taking everything really seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then I like went into this other other realm of like looking at my art and being like, okay, show me, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I drawing all of these things? And my drawings came to life <laughs> <laughs> and I drew something when I was in there and it was like the music, again, the frequency was channeling through the drawing and yeah. it was like a face formed in the drawing and it was telling me all this wisdom. And basically what I got from it was like, these drawings are holding frequencies from me drawing them. Mm-hmm which have healing capacity in them. People don't see it in a 3D realm, but there's things happening behind the scenes in these drawings that you you aren't aware of. So I started bawling my eyes out again (laughs) because ayahuasca was like, you can't hide this. Like you've been given a gift and you need to share it. It's like really not right. Yeah, that you're keeping it to yourself. Yeah, and like you, like I think my um, 
intention that night was to let go of my fear of um, just seeing myself and yeah. like allowing myself to be seen, which is like a lot of people's intentions well, yeah. for the whole retreat as well. Um, and I remember just being in like a puddle and feeling so wounded and feeling concerned about you. Like everything I was, was seriously in <laughs> like mo- a mom. I was seriously in mother mode. I was like <laughs> just crying out all of this pain and I was like feeling your pain as a mom and I was Aww. feeling my, it was like all the people in my life. I was just like, all these people have so much pain and I'm just like feeling it all. And, yeah. then, and then I had this like wave of you come over being like get outside yeah come on join me (laughs) and so I like went and put my piece of paper outside in the fire and was just shaking my head at like how I had lived and seen things and Mm. yeah I think after the ceremony you and I like were upstairs and I just felt so overwhelmed yeah you kind of went upstairs as soon as it ended yeah went downstairs I couldn't put into words what I had just experienced and I still can't like it's just like a feeling well, yeah, when I came up to speak to you and you just basically started crying straight away. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like so high intensity after with like all of their experiences and stuff and I was like mine was completely different. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't experience any of that. It was just this huge upset. Yeah, you just <laughs> feel like great. Yeah. But I was like the hot mess express. Like I think at one point I had my, like my G-string was hanging out. Yeah. And, I think, and someone was trying to like kind of pull my shirt down for me. Yeah, it was it was a wild one. Yeah, I had the worst headache after that. I also got my period that night, so it was just like mm. all of these things in the mix were just not making me feel great. I remember the first night for me was, I don't know, that feeling of freedom. Yeah, yeah. I just, it was, I felt very positive yeah. after the first night. That's why I think it upset me even more is because I was like, wow, you had such a good experience <laughs> and here I am like a hot mess. Yeah, well, that's because it's something that had to come out come out so that you can get to the next, the next part. Yeah. But interesting because the next day, like everyone kind of just goes upstairs, has like a little bit of food and goes to bed or yeah. whatever. And then the next day before we start the next ceremony, we have a sharing circle. Mm. Which Ray and I are also like petrified oh, about. yeah. Heart beating out of the chest again. I get so annoyed at that because there's so many things that I want to say. But I just physically can't. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody in the group shares so well. Yeah. I think um, something I've noticed with everyone in the group is that they take their time. Like. We're still too concerned yeah, about what other people. Yeah, it's still like, oh, I don't, I don't want to like. Um, burden everyone so I'll just quickly rush through this because I don't want to like drag it on or whatever yeah um but I mean I I always I'm quite I don't know I'm just I'm not like a big talker well (laughs) (laughs) depending who I'm with but you know (laughs) that's like after you're like yeah I like purged out speaking negatively about myself and others and you're like I don't really speak that bad about myself and then we both looked at each other like You basically just joke about yourself (laughs) all the time. But I guess it was kind of, you know, something that that did make me reflect on is when I was a teenager and even my early 20s, like if anyone complimented me or said you're really pretty or anything, my response would always be, ew, no, I'm not. I always used to shut it down and go, gross, what's wrong with you? Uh, And did you you say that you were feeling like um, because it was men and women at the retreat? Mm. What we, you said that there was something like you just still feel like you can't be comfortable uh, around. 
yeah, I don't know. I, I do. I struggle letting my yeah, guard yeah. down around men. Like you know, they would ask me about like my daughter and or like yeah, they would you know just try and make conversation with me. Healthy and masculines they, trying oh, to be they supportive. Were seriously, they were amazing. Like leaving that. I think the men there were probably like the highlight yeah. of the weekend for me because, you know, at the end, which we'll get into later, but, you know, just um, feeling seen and like supported by them without them trying offering a solution. Yet. They weren't trying to hit on me. Like it was just, it was very pure. Mm. Um, yeah. Was, um, the guy that I was sitting next to actually said that, I don't know, he could like see into situations. Mm. He could just see everything that I had been through. And he was like, I hate that men in today's society have treated you the way that they have. And he's like, it's just so beautiful to see you and Ray in this situation where you feel safe to mm. be around men. Yeah. And it's so true because I don't have any masculine friends. I don't have any, no, I don't have any, I don't have any male friends that I can just go and hang out with and not think that I'm leading them on. Yeah. I know. Like if you go yeah, and hang so out annoying. with them, you think that they're going to want more. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how I. If, yeah. Well, they normally, yeah, they kind of allude to that. Um, yeah. You're like, oh, if I get too close to them, they're just going to want to like yeah, it to go further. Yeah. But that's why it was so nice to have all these men around that were just so supportive and wanting to listen and like we're all going through the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There was no agenda there. Yeah. Yeah. And to see it them so, so nice. raw and like vulnerable and hold space for them. I love seeing them like when you see them cry or like, but they're just angry, so strong be being angry. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I had, um... I think it was on the th- on the third day, yeah, one of them, like, he, he gets very close to you, like, very in your space and, like, eyes were right there in my face and I'm, I'm not a very intimate person, <laughs> so I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you were, like, right up in my grill. But, um, yeah, and he, he just said, like, oh, you're so strong and I just remember feeling so much resistance to him saying that to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, he had a good little chat with you on the last day around the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just like well, just because he resonated so much with like, you know, he'd been where I was and it was like don't feel like it's something to change, like see the beauty in it being what it is and know that it's going to get better in the future. Okay, that is what I love the most about the sharing circle is that you have your own personal experience in this retreat, but then mm-hmm. you also have everybody else's experience contributing to yours because you learn something from the other people's experiences and you're like, fuck, we are all the same. Yeah. We all are going through something different but the same. Yeah, like you same, just, same but different. You see yourself in everyone. Yeah. And then it does come down to that whole, like, we are all connected. We are. Yeah. We all come from the same source. Like yeah. we. We're all just here doing our best. Yeah. We're all just here letting spirit express himself or herself through us. Yeah. When uh, it actually sinks in, you're just like, whoa. It's such a, I don't know, my head wrapping <laughs> that idea. I was just like, fuck. On the second day, that's when that oh, yeah. sinked in for me. I was just like, okay. Yeah, the first day was just like easing us into it. Yeah. So the second day was a... um daytime one yeah and the intention of that one was beyond duality so seeing beyond duality yeah and it was also releasing past uh, relationships yes wasn't it it was something to do with yeah well it was kind of like um you know people will always try and label things good bad and it's like that duality just exists you need both yeah you need both without the bad you're never going to appreciate the good Mm. 
Um, and so it's kind of like with that is help me see beyond that, it, particularly in, you know, any time you felt really hurt or damaged or, you know, by someone else, like mm. what's the wisdom behind that yeah. and help me see beyond that. Whereas I, I don't know, I feel like I'm at peace with relationships because, I mean, I, had, I didn't have any like relationship pop up or any scenario oh all weekend for me to, it was very much focused on me this weekend. Yours was, and that's what I said to you at one point, was like, oh, you've not had any like emotional things really. No. And I think that's because your main intention with going there was to find like, who am I? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, this year has been a very, it's, I've kind of been like Bambi, wobbling around trying to find my way and mm. like my expression and my point of view is changing rapidly all the time because I'm, developing you know Mm. it's whereas I think my whole thing was basically like how all of the relationships I've ever been through has shaped me into the exact person that I am today and Mm -hmm. it made me realize that without all of that I wouldn't be who I am today yeah like it projected me so far down this path of healing because I had so much to work through yeah but yeah my second day was fucked (laughs) (laughs) what happened on your second day (gasps) just get my uh notes out here and so I was the same as you the room started to like it was almost like it was folding in on itself and you could see people and it was like all these colors were everywhere but like everybody turned into these almost like gremlin looking Mm. things (laughs) um but mine very much was like this fear of facing my shadows so the guy next to me was triggering me hard yeah he for some reason like took on this morphed into a person like a past relationship that I had like slept with yeah and I couldn't look at him and I was just sitting there like oh my god oh my god I know I have to turn around and face it but I don't want to and then the shaman saw that I was struggling and because I was just like resisting and Mm -hmm. I was resisting and resisting and she came over and I just burst into tears because it was almost like you have to get through this and you have to face what's holding you back. Otherwise, you're not going to get out of this cycle. Yeah. And so after she had consoled me and I had let out a whole bunch of tears, it was like I literally, my whole body went into a black void. (laughs) It's like I disappeared. Yeah. I folded into this universe and it showed me like all these different dimensions and I was traveling through, I was like playing with all of these creatures (laughs) and they were just like tormenting me it was like the music was warped and it was like I would come out of the cycle and I would come to to where I was and I could see the room and then I just had to purge and I would like vomit upon vomit and when (laughs) I would hold the bucket it was showing me like a toilet seat Mm -hmm. and like all through everything that I've ever gone through with my emotions and relationships I've never dealt with what I was feeling And I would always just get blind drunk and go out and get wasted because that was my outlet. Instead of like processing everything, I would just go out. And so I was around a toilet bowl. So the whole thing was based around me being in a cycle of um, vomiting it all out. And then I would go back into that black void and it was like cycling around. And then I'd come back out and it was so painful. I literally thought I had gone mentally insane. And ayahuasca was like teaching me because throughout the whole thing I was like I'm thirsty but I wouldn't reach for water yeah. and I was like I need to take my jumper off I'm so hot but I wouldn't and yeah. so I was just sitting in my own self-pity and it was basically showing me like look at this cycle that you've been in yeah. for this many years you haven't ever made any changes but you got to realize that you're in control yeah and I honestly pick yourself up and out of it 
Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like this is me. Like this is what I've done for so long. And it was such a funny way for her to show me like you're in control. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I kept. The Take am- your damn jumper off. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times she made me go through this and I got to the point where I didn't have a body and I was just like floating through this void of nothingness. And I was like, I got to do something. Like I can't do this again. And then I came out and I saw her in the room again. I was like, I know what happens next. And then I had to like put my hand up and get one of the the chick that was helping. Yeah. I was like, I need to go to the toilet. Like you have to help me. I couldn't walk. So she had to legit carry me to the toilet because <laughs> in my mind I was thinking you've got to face this problem head on and you've got to go straight to the toilet where this is all been based on, mm-hmm. where you've been purging out your whole emotions for yeah. all of your life. Like go face that toilet and go like. Yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, step out of this cycle. And so she took me to the toilet and I was like, oh, my God, like you need to take me out of this jumper. I had a huge hoodie on. And yeah, you with all your layers. I had so many layers. And in, <laughs> when I was inside, I kept feeling like my arms were stretching out, like trying to break free. It was yeah. like I was stuck in something and my arms, I had no control over them. At one point, I think I even like exploded. It yeah. felt like I didn't have any idea what my body was doing. I could have been like a blob on the floor. Yeah. Like, you know, you just lose, like, what the real reality is. It's crazy. So, yeah, she helped take the jumper off and it was almost like I was emerging from a cocoon. Yeah, like Like a butterfly. My head got stuck and she had to fully rip it. And I was like, I need to take off more clothes. And so I somehow had, like, a bralette top on and bike pants on underneath. So it was almost like my subconscious knew this was going to (laughs) happen. So that's why the layers. (laughs) Yeah, and then I stripped off all these clothes, just left them in the bathroom. And then... I got to the point where I needed to wash my hands and there was just this huge thing about my hands and like being tied to the past. Yeah. And um, when I put my hands under the water, I looked at her and I was like, you got to help me. Like, I can't do this. This It's so painful. Like, I can't make this step. Yeah. And she just shook her head and was (laughs) like, you've got to do this on your own. Yeah. And when I put my hands under the water, it was honestly like I was washing myself clean of all of this past hurt and all of these things that I was carrying around, like all these low frequencies that I had personally chosen to live in. Yeah. Like nobody else, no one was forcing it on me. I was continuously living in a mindset of like, I have to suffer. Yeah. I have to continually have these thoughts circulating in my head over and over and over again because I'm not worthy of anything more. Yeah. And so when I washed it free, she finally took me outside and it was like I was Bambi born again. Yeah. I couldn't walk still. My arms were like, I had no control over my arms. They were like floating in the energy, like they'd just been yeah. set free. And the sun and nature and I was out there and I was just thinking of you again, like, no wonder she loves it out here. It's so great. It's like, what was I doing inside that whole time? Um, So, yeah, she had to stay with me for ages because I just, I said to her, I was like, what's happening? Like, I don't know what's happening. And I felt so out of control in my body. But then I asked Ayahuasca, I was like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And it basically was a rebirth. Like, I had this whole new level up of, like, oh, you can breathe now, like the worst is behind you. That was the big step that you needed to take because now that's behind you and you've made the decision that these frequencies aren't what you want anymore. Yeah. And so I got to enjoy the rest of my time outside dancing and moving and looking at the trees and like... Chilling with the lizard, the dragon. Yeah. (laughs) But like I had to speak to the shaman because I couldn't understand what was going on and I I physically couldn't ever go back into that ceremony Mm. room. I was like, I can't go back in there. And she's like, why? What's happening? 
And I was like, I have been so terrified of this moment and having this realisation because now that I've made this step, I know that I have to commit myself to this new version of myself mm-hmm. and I can't ever go back into that dark void of feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. And, yeah, she was just like, you found your purpose. Like, this is what you, you came here and this is the answer yeah. that you needed. Like, it's just confirmation that it's only upwards from here. Yeah. Aww. yeah. And then I was, like, talking to my ancestors basically, like, your reward, like, all we've ever wanted is for our family to know what love is and to know what true love is yeah. and to choose love. Yeah. To choose yourself and to make these choices for yourself. Yeah. And it was just so empowering but at the same time terrifying because I felt like I had the weight of my ancestral line yeah. relying on me for this moment. Yeah. Oh. That, yeah. It's something that I'll remember for the rest of yeah. my life. I can't put into words exactly like what happened but it's just it all feels so aligned and so meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, yeah, on the second day walking outside and, you know, compared to the first night, I was like, because I remember I was inside for a little bit on the second day and I was like, Fuck, where is Sally? She's been gone for ages. Like then I had my mum moment. Like yeah. I hope she's okay. And then I went outside and I saw you just like on the blanket, like in the sun, having the best time ever. And I was like, oh, I, know, I was so going to have to go join you. I was going to like a suntan. <laughs> I know. You were just chilling in your yogi gear. <laughs> I know. Oh, God, it was so much fun. Yeah. It- I- it really does make you like appreciate life. Like I had this huge awakening of like I'm so fucking thankful to yeah. be here. Like life is a gift. Yeah. We have a body, we need to use it. Like where we come from, we don't have the gift of this body. Yeah. We're here to create, we're here to have fun. Like you yeah. just got to make the most of it because it's going to go by Yeah. in an instant. Yeah. So yeah, that's my experience. It was Yeah, I'm happy that one looked up for you. But yeah, you said like it kicked it didn't kick in for ages no, for you. On the second day for me, Um, I remember like, yeah, having the first one and I was like, oh, wow, I don't feel anything. Had the second one and I was like, I guess today's just going to be a chill one for me. Were you you looking at people around you too? I was looking around and everyone else was like vomiting and like, yeah, everyone was like deep in their process and I was just like, hmm, nothing's happening. Um, And then I kind of lay down and I was like, oh, maybe something's starting to happen. Um, And then, yeah, had to go to the toilet (laughs) went outside started vomiting again um yeah that was more when I asked what that release was was more like fear and doubt Mm. um and I remember like after I was vomiting I got like a flashback to the night before and like I had my hands on the ground again and it was it was like don't forget her yeah like remember and I was like okay okay I'll remember on that that's so interesting that your first night you got a full-blown like woo here she yeah. is and then the second night you're like where'd she where is she like, yeah I was kind of like are you gonna and I kind I did I kind of started moving a bit again and and stuff like that but um yeah the second day there was a lot of me kind of um I was just sitting outside you know I went to different parts of the garden and I was just like yeah so many butterflies and so many dragonflies like and like the incredible colors in them like I don't know I just felt very um, in tune with nature, yeah. watching the leaves and the trees and it was like the trees had eyes on them and like faces and the they clouds. They all come out alive, hey. Yeah, and, I, you know, it got to a point in the ceremony where I was like, hmm, like, yeah, this is nice. But um, and then I kind of went to the shaman and I was like, there's like this thing with nature and I'm like here and I was like, but like what? what is it? Like what's, 
yeah, I'm like, nothing's, nothing's dropping for me. And she, she explained to me, like, you have your consciousness and then Earth has her own consciousness. And ayahuasca is trying to align you with the Earth's consciousness. So mm. just be with her. And so, yeah, I just, like, the second day for me was very much just being with nature and, like, admiring it. And That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was <laughs> kind of like, um, yeah, that was nice. But then it kind of it started getting close towards the end and I thought, oh, I better go inside. Um, and I laid down and all of – because I ended up having four – cups on that day mm. and um yeah I lay down and it was kind of like getting close towards the end and um well I thought it was they had that musician playing and she had an incredible voice but I lay down and then <laughs> all of a sudden reality melted like mm. I melted and I was just lying there in like the fetal position and I remember looking at my shoulder as if it was like my body was an animal and I was separate from my body. And, yeah, I was just watching, like, my body breathing. Mm. And I was like, I'm not my body. Um, and then all of a sudden I basically turned into, like, rainbow dust. <laughs> and, um, yeah, actually that was prominent on the day was seeing a lot of rainbows and, like, rainbow sort of colours. And the shaman explained that um, rainbows are kind of like the earth's way of being playful yeah um and it's also the color of all of our chakras um but yeah so when i turned into rainbow dust i could think myself into form like yeah and i just learned like with focused intent you can literally create anything and then i started almost like um like slides on a picture changing And I ended up journeying through all these different realms and realities with all these different creatures. And it was like some of them looked like, you know, those flowers that have the teeth. Mm. Well, she said that was common. Yeah. And and they were like dancing and it was kind of like they were so happy that I'd visited their realm. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like just real different creatures. And I never felt scared once. Like I heard one of um the other guys in it he was like oh there was like this thing and I I was like scaring it away type thing but I was kind of like hey happy to play you know um but yeah I just kept jumping between these realities and it kind of reminded me a lot of like the dream space Mm. of like what's possible with dreaming and yeah on the second day for me was very much like the oh my god I'm so enlightened yeah (laughs) that was like the main takeaway, I don't know, I just found it so fun, like jumping between those realms. And, you know, I remember that singer was singing and I literally couldn't even hear her. And then I'd kind of come back to it and it was like this reality was fuzzy. It was like a TV when it's not working. Yeah. And, yeah, I just remember being like, am I ever going to come back to this reality? Well, I remember you saying that, like, you realised how each dimension is closer than you think oh the veil is so thin it was yeah (laughs) I can't wrap my head around it because what I saw and where I went yeah I don't know like how to put that into yeah (laughs) and when you come back to this reality you're like how are we like what (laughs) yeah and it's yeah it's just like getting yourself into an altered state like the possibility of you jumping to another you know, tapping into another one of, because all of them are existing at the same time. There's mm. so many different realities all at once. 
And I never wrapped my head around that until like that experience. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, I think both of us had a huge realization about time because Mm. my time was so warped. It was like, it wasn't moving forward. It wasn't moving backwards. It was just cycling. And again, with the duality thing, it was like breaking cycles. Yeah. But it was very much like time doesn't exist. It's an illusion. Because you think like five hours has passed and it's probably only been like half an hour. Yeah, I know. And and they're like, yeah, they always come to point in the ceremony where you think like, fuck, when's it going to end? Yeah. Um, I remember after that whole reality shifting thing, I ended up coming outside because I was just like, oh, I need a break. Like, and then that's when I saw you outside on the blanket. So I just came and like plonked down next to you. Well, I thought it was over. Yeah, so did I because people started talking and like they were singing and. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I think it must be done. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. And that went on for ages too. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and then, I don't know, after that ceremony, I, yeah, I don't think, I think I went to bed. Early. Yeah, pretty early. I mean, that one was a daytime ceremony, but yeah, after. I enjoyed it so much more being in the day. Oh, yeah, same. Being able to go outside and just actually look at nature and look at what Mm. we live around (laughs) being able to see it all yeah talk to it all yep and then the third day the finale that one was about the great rebirth and um the theme of it was returning to innocence and yeah I got um kind of punched in the face on the third day because I think I kind of got a bit cocky like yeah I'm gonna have such a good experience like I'm looking forward to it and then yeah I mean at the start I kind of had moments of um I remember when it started kicking in on the third day I saw visuals of it was kind of like being around a fire um with like Native Americans there was like very wise like old looking spirits sort of there looking at me Mm. um yeah and then I kind of I went outside again and sat in nature and stuff um and then there came a point where I felt like I really wanted to dance like I remember going to the toilet and like did a pee and then music came on and it's like in the toilet dancing I was like oh I just want to dance and then I went and sat outside again and I was just lying on the ground like looking at the trees and like you know I could see like dragons in the clouds and all this stuff. And then I just entered like this mind battle. It was like ayahuasca was like, okay, so you've been shown your higher self. Mm. You've been shown, um, you know, different realities and what's available to you. And you've been shown what being free and all of these things are. Do you have the courage to become that and embody it? And there was this thing of like, all I want to do is dance right now. But now all of a sudden, contrary to the first night where I wasn't even in control, this time my heart just like closed over and tightened up. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't get up and dance. I can't let myself be seen. Like, what if I embarrass myself? And all those things started coming up. I was just lying on the ground looking at the sky and the tree. And I just remember like breathing in so much frustration. And I was like, oh, and I just remember... Like, yeah, I was so in that zone of, like... Pain. It just looked like pain. Yeah, I was just so, like, frustrated. Like, why can't I just do this? And I remember you being like, Ray, it's okay to have fun. And I was like, 
like how the fuck did she know that that's literally the struggle I'm having in my oh brain my right now? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly. So I'll catch up to my point yeah. to getting outside where we saw each other outside yeah. because at the start of the ceremony, um, one of the guys did a breath work mm. to drop us into yeah. the drop us into the medicine quicker. And oh my fucking god! Yeah. <laughs> well, that actually brought up emotion for yeah. me. Like I felt all the te- like in my womb, my vo- like my throat. You could feel it pushing down yeah. into your body. Oh my god! So okay, on that day before the ceremony because the ceremony started around three mm. so it's still sunlight but it was going into the afternoon but during the day we had native americans come and they um talked to us about what our spirit animal was yeah and we like did drumming together yeah it was really beautiful but i connected that my spirit animal was a snake so on the forefront of my mind was a snake and mm. i was very adamant that i nearly didn't even want to have a shot on the third day i was like yeah I was like, oh, I know. I think I only want to have one. Yeah. Because I was just so terrified of going back into that void. I didn't want to go into a void of not having a body again. I was mm. like, Ayahuasca, please be gentle with me because I cannot <laughs> handle anymore. <laughs> yeah, you were like, can I maybe even just have half a shot? <laughs> yeah, I was so terrified because yeah. it really rattled me what I went through. I had such a huge day the day before mm. that I was like, I can't do that again. Um, but I ended up having the two, the double shot and the snake was on the forefront of my mind. And so when we started doing the breath work, I'm not even kidding. My whole body felt like it turned into a rattlesnake. <laughs> I was like shimmying. Yeah. Like, and I didn't even know if it was happening or if I was like the only one that was dropped in so quickly. Because it was honestly happened mm. after like three or four breaths. My body was freaking out. Yeah. Um, and then two guys down from me, he just bur- – he just – purged hardcore it was huge it was yeah. the biggest vomit I was like oh my god I gotta get out of here <laughs> and that's me I'm out yeah because I was like no 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 like I kept yeah. being like no 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 this isn't happening again I'm not going into that void blah 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 blah. and so I got up and went to the toilet and um I looked at myself in the mirror and I started cracking out laughing because I looked like a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I looked like a snake no no that wasn't that I wasn't at that, that point no not that point but I was like oh this is fun and then I was like went and grabbed my blankets and stuff and I'm like I'm gonna go sit outside and just like retreat to that space at the end of yesterday's ceremony yeah. where I like loved my life and just wanted to be with nature and so I sat into the ground the ground again and I could hear the toilet flushing and I could still hear people vomiting and I was like oh like my whole body was shaking because I was like I don't yeah, like no 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 <laughs> it was I was running away and then I ran into the house and like went and got my jumper and stuff because I'm like I'm gonna be outside the whole time so I need to be dressed appropriately <laughs> I need my layers <laughs> I need my layers yeah so I was still like doing okay and then I went outside to the back where the fire was and mm. I sat there and I kept seeing the trees it was like the trees were shaking and it was getting yeah. dark and I was like trying to call me into the darkness of like you shouldn't be happy like you still have things to purge and so yeah. I was having an internal battle with myself of like I wanted to have fun, but I felt like I wasn't worthy of it. So I got the shaman to come over and talk to me. And I was like, I'm in an internal battle right now where I just want to lie here and look at nature and Mm -hmm. enjoy myself. But I feel like there's something calling me in to do more work. And she just looked at me and she's like, the hard work's behind you now. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're allowed to have a good time. You're allowed to just have fun. Mm -hmm. And so the theme of me, like this layer just came off and I was like, oh my God, I can have fun. (laughs) I literally returned to my innocence when I was a kid. And so when I, after I'd had that realization, like I saw you and I could just, it wasn't you. (laughs) Like she was crouched over on the grass with a bucket, just like looking up into the sky. Like it looked like you were just like, why is this happening? And I looked at your face and it honestly looked like you had your ancestors pain all over you. And I could just see what was happening to you. Yeah. 
And I was there with my little drawing book like a child yeah, looking at you. I know. You. I went out there and you were just – it was like you were having a little garden picnic, like drawing, and it was so cute. Like, Yeah, I felt yeah. like – and I just looked at you and I kept trying to get your attention to Negative be like – Nancy. <laughs> yeah, because you were just deep breathing and stuff. And I was like – in my head, I'm like, Ray, like just let yourself – Yeah, go. Yeah, I was like, just stop fighting it. Like, yeah. It was so crazy because I could just see it all over you yeah. that what was happening. Yeah, I was struggling. <laughs> yeah, and that was that continued to go through for the, a bit. Well, the whole thing. Yeah, and I was like, I went and sat by the fire, and I was crying by the fire, and then like you and one of the other guys that were there, you just like grabbed me and hugged me at one point, and then he basically like jumped on and you guys sandwiched me, mm. and I was like just in between the two of you in like a cocoon crying. But then he would do his ex- – he's like, mmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I can't right now. You're like, this is too much. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I'm in a, like, a gangbang or something. I was like, I'm going to go. Yeah, because me and this other guy, we like clocked we're each like other. two kids. We were two – he was over in the trees, like touching the trees, like giggling. Yeah. And we were just – we clocked each other and <laughs> we were just having the best time of our lives and people would come and sit out by the fire with us and just look at us. Like, like what is wrong with you two? Yeah, you're like – you were just so angry. You had I to leave yeah I well I was just like yeah after the fire after being sandwiched I sat at the fire and then I went to the other side sat on my blanket and I was just sitting there like crying and then eventually like you guys were just laughing and eventually I was like fuck you guys like got up took my blanket and went to like the other side of the garden (laughs) on the other side of the building and just lay there like looking at the plants and I was just so in this like internal battle still and then um and then I remember, like, my hands going into, like, this, uh, I don't know what symbol. you would call it. Like symbol. A... It was, like, a symbol. And then all of a sudden they just started ooh, doing, like, their <laughs> – sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, it was, like, this rolling movement. And while it was happening, um, I could see the energy, like, being generated around the movement. Yeah. And then I kind of jumped into, I don't know, feeling sorry for myself again. And the mosquitoes were, like, bothering me. And I was, like, oh, fuck off, like – I just remember feeling so annoyed at everything. So then I went inside and lay down feeling sorry for myself again. And then I got my journal and started writing about like this um, struggle I was having with myself about just letting go. And then I looked up and saw you and one of the guys outside. And I just saw like you sitting there, like you had such a childlike, like playful smile on your face and he was dancing and that's all I wanted to be doing. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be depressed anymore. Well, I want to enjoy myself. It's funny because a few people inside was having those internal battles too. Yeah. Of like everyone was getting triggered by um, what like, was happening outside for us. Yeah. Yeah. It was, they kind of saw it as like, and they did explain it, that it wasn't that that was their own thing, but in the moment they kind of felt like you were being disrespectful. Yeah. And because like, I'm not even kidding. I could not control myself. I thought everything was hilarious. And I was like, (laughs) you were just laughing at everything. And people were not sure if I was laughing or crying because I was just in my own world. But I was looking at the world like, this is fucking hilarious. Like this is where we live. (laughs) (laughs) I can't put it into words, but I would look inside and see everybody struggling. And I've never felt so empathetic. Like, it was almost like you could see yeah. what everybody was holding and you just had this like deep connection, like telepathic. Everybody felt it. Yeah. Like a love and t- compassion and tell it like without speaking because you're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. 
someone would come out and we would be joking around and like you could tell that people would get offended because yeah. they're going through their own internal battles and they're like, why are they laughing at me? Yeah, well, you think, especially if you're like lying there on the ground, like fully in the your zone. process and then like there's two people giggling next to you, you're going to be like laughing at me because I'm literally lying here like a potato. Yeah. Um, but I would just look at you and then you would start laughing and then I'd start laughing. Oh, we were like two school kids. Yeah. It was hilarious. So good. I was just looking at the sky the whole time. And yeah. the music, you think the music is hilarious because obviously it's guiding people into like yeah. releasing different things. And <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it reminds you of things. <laughs> 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 yeah. One of the guys came outside and it literally looked like he was sitting in like a fairy tale cottage. Like me and the <laughs> other guy were having a little fairy picnic and he was up there like writing notes and... It was like he was grey. You could tell when someone was going through something Mm. because it kind of put like a shadows over top of them. It was like they were in the darkness. They were in the Mm -hmm. low frequency thought patterns. Like even when I would look at you, like when we were lying next to each other, because I had like dealt with a lot of stuff, I had more high vibe frequencies that I could like look at people and see what they were going through and tap into it. Yeah. And I look at you and you, I couldn't tell if you were really upset or if you were okay. And then it was like your face wasn't your face. Yeah. It was like you'd been morphed into, it, like you said at the start of the ceremony that you were seeing Indian people. Yeah. You literally look like an Indian lady. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and I looked at you and I said like you're getting held back by the past. Of, yeah. It's not your pain. And that's yeah. why you can't work out how to let go of it. Yeah, well, I kept nothing. being like, why? And I kept asking why, but I wasn't getting any answers. And I was like, oh. Yeah, but it's actually just like making Ancestral. Cho- yeah, but it's just like making that choice, like having the power of the people that have been before you. Yeah. Using their strength to be able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk about it for oh, hours. For hours. Yeah, I mean, after that, I kind of – the. I mean, I only had the one serve the third day and I remember lying outside when the sun was setting and then all of a sudden I just started getting a new wave of like, it wasn't, I don't know, I just kind of felt like melting into the ground and like relaxing into it. Yeah, the earth it's, just really yeah. hugged you, hey? Mm. Like well, I could feel like my heartbeat and I could feel the earth's heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know I've never really had much of a connection to nature. Like I'll go for a walk out there or whatever. You're but like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I've never really been like I don't understand what your connection is with it. But after ayahuasca, I'm like, whoa, mm. I need to be outside every day with my feet in the ground yeah. now. And just like literally my whole body, I don't even put a blanket out. I'll mm-hmm. just lie in the grass. And On be, the grass. And giggle. Like I still giggle because I'm just like this is so <laughs> beautiful that we get to experience this. Yeah. Like this is otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. You just realize how much like you live in a different yeah. realm. Like all the stuff that you put yourself through isn't even reality. Yeah. You miss reality because you're so low. Focused on these overlays and traumas and, you know, yeah, there's so many things that have kind of held us back. Yeah. And that's where you get your fate. Like I haven't been someone that's like into praying or whatever, but now I find myself just like, so in belief of what will be will be yeah. and that there's a divine plan i kept hearing on the last day it's written in the stars mm-hmm. like everything's preconceived like preconceived for you yeah no and matter what you do if you're going to fight against it it doesn't matter it's still yeah. going to end up yeah happening the way it was always meant to yeah you might make it a little more difficult yeah, along might, the way but it, it, either f- way it'll course correct <laughs> yeah yeah just feeling super grateful oh i know every single day i just wake up and i'm like 
Thank you so much. Yeah. When I eat food, I'm just like, thank you so much for nourishing my body and providing this for me. Oh, and it's super cliche because we sound like everyone yeah. else. But like when you have a moment to go through what we went through. And gratitude is like that's the key to everything is <laughs> having gratitude. <laughs> gratitude and love. Yep. <sighs> We've just gone on for what? What is that? I don't know. I think it's still going. I mean, it's still red. Yeah, it's still going. The sky is so pretty at the moment. Yeah, I can only just barely see it. But yeah, so key takeaways from ayahuasca. What would you say? The, the key takeaways were, I mean, just I've been shown my higher self mm-hmm. and what she's like and it's up to me now whether or not I'm going to step into that or not. And also everything's a choice. Like, wow. yeah, if I really want all those things that I say I want, choose them and just have faith that that's going to happen, <laughs> you know? Well, that's what I really liked about the second day is the duality. It's like, yeah, okay, I've been through all of this heartache mm-hmm. and all of this like pain of not knowing who I am, but I've had a glimpse of it now and I can make a choice to live a different life. Yeah. But it's up to you. Exactly. You're the narrator of your story. Yeah. And I mean, for me, after that third day of the internal struggle, I was like, I'm not going to let this beat me. Yeah. So I bought a ticket to ecstatic dance. Yeah. Going to let myself dance and be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, I've just gone out in nature and changed the way that I do it. Like I had so much fun yeah. in nature the other day. Well, I think it's almost like you needed to have that like huge, almost like push to Mm -hmm. be like. Like break the shackles. (laughs) Yeah. Like to feel that pain and to feel like it is really up to you. Yeah. Well, I did. There was a moment there where it was like you were creating so much suffering for yourself by holding yourself back all the time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What was your key takeaway? Um, My key takeaway was just to have fucking fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to, <laughs> like, that last day, I never want to lose that feeling. Yeah. Like, I just... And that, you literally did return to your innocence because yeah. your experience and even the way I saw it was literally just you being, like, an innocent child. Yeah, I got... Playing my... and it was, yeah, like, it made me want to to do the same thing. Well, that's exactly, like, the key takeaway I got was, like, you know... I was just keeping myself trapped in these low frequencies because I thought that's what my life had to be. But now that I've seen like how fun, how much fun I can have, mm. like my true self is a kid and I just want to have fun. Yeah. And what I learned from that last day is that from you being that light, you inspire other people to do it. And I think that's yeah. part of my mission here on this fucking earth is to just be a child and have fun and tell everyone to loosen up and chase their dreams. Like that's, you don't have much time. And you're a Sagittarius. You're like, you're the good time person. We're going to party, but in new ways without alcohol. (laughs) Without alcohol and without the heavy stuff. Yeah. But I just feel so liberated. Like it's such a small thing to learn. Yeah. But I don't think I'll ever be the same. No, it does. It, this, particularly on the second day, that for me was like the, 
this is why I always wanted to try ayahuasca. Yes. Like, this is the experience I was always after. I know, and so many people are so terrified, but like your perfect, not perfect, but your like dream life yeah. awaits behind the shadows of what you are projecting. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, yeah, just do that and it's going to fix everything, but it definitely helps you shift your perception. And, and I don't know of many people who have been to a ceremony and said that it hasn't impacted their lives positively in some way. And what, we're only like a couple of days out of it. We haven't yeah. even had the full download of everything. That's like we're still dreaming in fucking ayahuasca yeah. land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dreams have been... Whew. Yeah, it's like time doesn't exist still. Yeah. And this whole new reality of anything is possible just becomes a lot more... You believe in it a lot more because oh, you've yeah. had access to a whole different world and it yeah. doesn't matter if other people don't believe in it as long as you do. Yeah, it's like... Too bad, so sad for you. We've been reborn, baby. <laughs> I'm enlightened now. <laughs> I'm, rise, I'm rising up. <laughs> rising on up. Living in 5D forever. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. that was a longer one than normal, but there was a lot to unpack. Yeah, if you've made it this far, congratulations. Yeah, well done. Hope you got something out of it. Uh, yeah, I feel like we definitely went off I mean, I got something out of it. So. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> felt like i just relived it for a little minute yeah there. I'm like, oh. we'll be going back again yeah that won't be the last time it won't be <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for listening yes yeah. see you next time see you next time <laughs>